Hey everybody, I'm Stephen Daniels and I'd like to welcome you to the Talk of Santa Clarita, the original podcast exclusively about Santa Clarita and the surrounding valley. We have a ton of shows coming up before the end of the year. You may even see more than one a week, so please keep checking the social networking pages to find out when the latest episode goes up. Next, just a reminder that these podcasts are available on video at the Talk of Santa Clarita YouTube channel. And if you visit the page, we encourage you to go ahead and subscribe. We always provide a link to the video at thetalkofsantaclarita.com as soon as they become available. Also, we invite you to call or text us and just let us know your thoughts on a particular show. Your comments may even be played on a show in the future, negative, positive, or just to say hello or whatever. We welcome your call. To leave comments, please call or text 661-505-8672. That's 661-505-8672. This is episode 174 with Democratic candidate for the 38th District in the California State Assembly, Annie Cho. Annie Cho is what you would call the real American dream. Her family immigrated to the United States when she was in the fifth grade. She worked two jobs to put herself through college at California State University, eventually obtaining a degree in political science. She became a businesswoman specializing in diversity communications and has since launched a second career in real estate. Annie is also an activist. She's involved in several community and grassroots organizations, including the Women's Political Caucus San Fernando Chapter, the API Caucus, and several Democratic clubs. Now she is running as a Democrat to challenge the Republican incumbent, Suzette martinez Valadares for the assembly seat of the 38th District. This is Annie's second time to run for the seat. While Suzette was the ultimate winner in the election in 2020, it could be argued that she was aided by the fact that there were three Democratic challengers which split the Democratic vote three ways, allowing Suzette to squeeze through. Annie did, however, receive more votes than any other Democratic candidate, and she believes her chances for a victory in 2022 are extremely strong. As always, we do not edit these podcasts, so what happens happens, what is said is said, which of course doesn't make for perfection every time, but it's always an open and honest conversation. And just to let everyone know, the Talk of Santa Clarita is presented as a public service as part of Radio Free Santa Clarita, a 501c3 nonprofit media organization dedicated to serving the Santa Clarita Valley. Finally, a quick disclaimer. An appearance on the Talk of Santa Clarita does not represent an endorsement, and the opinions expressed here from both myself and the guests are our own and do not represent the official opinions of Radio Free Santa Clarita, its board, and supporters. Now, with all that out of the way, let's get talking. Radio Free Santa Clarita presents the Talk of Santa Clarita, a podcast about issues involving Santa Clarita and the surrounding valley. With your host, Stephen Daniels. Episode 174, Democratic candidate for the 38th District in the California Assembly, Annie Cho. And now, let's see what the Talk of Santa Clarita is. And remember, this is for posterity, so be honest. Annie Cho, welcome back to the Talk of Santa Clarita. Good morning. Now, it's been, what, two years since last time we talked? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. You owe me an apology, I think. Oh, I do? Oh, yeah, because you promised me that you were going to win the primary last time around. <laughs> and that you were going to be back after yes. you won the primary. It didn't happen. I lost sleep over it. I, I, lost, I didn't have a show to do. You could what do you not, have to say to that? You could not have lost sleep over it more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a major disappointment. Yeah. You know, but I, I did come in first mm-hmm. among, uh, among you the, know, the five uh, Democratic candidates. There were how many candidates? For five Democrats on the ballot. Five Democrats. Yes, five Democrats on the ballot. And we had two Republicans. Yeah. And so, you know, that's what happens when we have <laughs> just Democrats split the vote, you just, think? you know, splitting it, you know, so many ways. Were there, were there more Democrats voting than Republicans in, in this race? Or do you know? It's about the same. About the same? Yeah, it's about 55,000, 60,000 okay. um, on each side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I do feel that uh, because the, the race, Suzette's a sweet woman, but uh, I do feel like she kind of slid in there because of the yes. fact that the Democratic vote just got yes. split up so much. Yes. Um, yes. And, and, and this year, we've got a race without any other Repo- Republican challengers, to my knowledge. Yeah, it appears so, that way, and yeah. I'm sure it will, yes. 
So, I mean, it, it's really going to be a Democrat versus a Republican right. this time in, in, the, right. in the, the, the general. Um, so how's the campaign been going for you so far? It's going really well. Is it? I am very, very grateful and um, appreciative of the phenomenal response I've had. Mm -hmm. We announced toward the end of July. Yeah. And it was a very soft announce, announcement. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we could not hold events. And um, many, many people who voted for me mm -hmm. uh, remember. Yeah. You know, and they're in my corner already mm -hmm. and they want to make sure that I finish this race. Yeah. We all have a sense, uh, perhaps you do too, mm -hmm. we all have a sense that this is a race that is not finished yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, so, um, like I just was saying, I think this is going to be the, the race uh, yeah. to watch right yeah. now. I mean, yeah. um, all three candidates, yourself and uh, Jonathan and, and Pilar, are yes. all real strong candidates yes. and, uh, yes. and, and good Democrats. Um, yes. the, let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, like, you were talking about the fact that uh, people remember you from the race yeah. before, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued always yeah. by any candidate, just the celebrity status mm -hmm. that it kind of a, creates for a person. Uh, people recognize you before you know who they are, right. you know. Um, and 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 running, you're not. It's not like you're a movie star, you know what I mean. Right. But but people it, far I, from it. <laughs> do, you, do you experience that much? Do you find that people are recognizing you or have recognized you from running, and and want to sit down and talk to you because of it or anything like that, or is it? Uh... I think uh, for the most part, yeah. you know, for the primary, it mm -hmm. was before the lockdown, mm -hmm. and so we were out and about. Mm -hmm. And uh, you may recall last year it was a, a very short race; it was mm -hmm. a hundred day race. And in the hundred days, I wore out two pairs of shoes. <laughs> so you can imagine how much I must have walked right. in the district oh, door sure. knocking, right? Yeah. And so I did come across a lot of people, mm -hmm. and of course, I don't remember every face that I saw and right. I met. But uh, it's amazing how uh, people tell me, "Oh, I saw you on Zoom." Oh really? Oh, 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 I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. you have two children. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I also have a husband. <laughs> a, little, a little creepy, isn't it? <laughs> they know all that about you. You know, but I think it's um, people connecting mm -hmm. with other people. Yeah. I mean, that's the nature of, of human interaction, yeah. right? And you know, people find um, parts of their story, their own story, in my lived experience. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's just a natural um, connecting, mm -hmm. and uh, that's why people remember. Yeah. The, um, why did you decide to run again? What was it that made you want to run for the assembly again? Yeah. Number one, um, I too feel that it's an unfinished race. Mm -hmm. um, and I too feel that 8038 is completely ripe for change. Mm -hmm. And I do feel the importance of um, um, keeping it blue. That is the most important thing because we actually have more registered Democrats mm -hmm. by about five percentage points yeah. than Republicans, and so uh, and um, Christie was able to flip it in 2018, mm -hmm. and so you know we we've shown that we can do it and we must continue and um, you know with the events of um, the killings in Atlanta in March, yeah, you know I just felt um, completely compelled. I was just so angry, mm -hmm. you know, that... Um, what, what was it about the the, the shootings in, in uh, Atlanta? I mean... In particular, you know, I was just so angry that uh, the local police chief, mm -hmm. you know, uh, was on national news, mm -hmm. you know, and saying, well, the shooters, maybe a sex addict, you know. Almost like excusing it. Yeah. yeah. That is just completely unacceptable, mm -hmm. um, despicable behavior on yeah. the part of an official. Yeah. And uh, every life is precious. And yeah. um, we cannot uh, overlook the exploitation mm -hmm. and abuse that women are subjected to. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and you know, particularly women of color. And API um, men and women were subjected to random violence you know, leading up yeah. to that, right? Yeah. And, you know, grandmas and grandpas just walking down the street, you know, and they were just being attacked from, you know, from behind. Now, being a, you're, you're South Korean, right? Yes. South Korean. Yes. But I mean, you're Asian. It, yes. It, uh, um, the, I'm curious if you, it, because, like they, they talked about the killings in yes. Atlanta. They, they were, because the, uh, someone said that it was slanted specifically to Asian yes. population. Yes, um, yes. Have you experienced any kind of uh, prejudice or racism since the whole uh, Wuhan COVID thing happened? I mean, as, as, as being yeah. an Asian person, really? Yes. yes. Can, can yes. you give me an example of what it's sure. been like? Um, actually, when I was campaigning yeah. uh, last year, in, um, toward the end of February, mm -hmm. um, I was on the sidewalk, mm -hmm. you know, with 
literature in my hand. Right. And uh, this gentleman was walking his dog, and he, you know, yelled across the sidewalk, "What are you doing?" I said, "Oh, you know, I have no idea who he is. I don't no. know where he lives. He's uh, walking his dog." So I said, "You know, I'm Annie Cho, and you know, I give him my flyer." And then right right away he says, "Go back to where you came from." Really. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I, I just saw this man. I've right, never right, met him before, right. right? And he's the one who asked me, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. um, and so, oh, Porto Ranch? Yeah. You know, I came from Porto Ranch. And right. he says, well, you know what I mean? I said, no, I don't. Yeah. And he just said, you know, go back to China. So I said, why would I go back to China? I am not Chinese. Can I ask you a question? And I don't, I, this is, I want to ask you a question that is sure. um, my own stupid white boy from Kentucky at thing. Um, I had a friend uh, who was Asian. I think he was Chinese. Yeah. Um, and we got into a discussion once about, you know, the, 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 what is it? That they, you know, they all look alike or whatever they right. you know, say. But, but, but he said that, you know, if you're Asian, yeah. you can see a difference between a Korean yeah. and a yeah. Japanese and yeah. a, China, a Chinese person. Yeah. And can yeah. you really? Yeah, most of the time. Am I, am I horrible because I can't tell the difference? No, 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 no. The same, I mean, same is true. For example, um, people who are not Anglo, Mm -hmm. you know, have a little bit of a difficult time differentiating between Germans and Italians and French and British, right? In Europe, right? I mean, but in America, you know, in our country, we are all Angelinos, Californians and Americans. And so, you know, we don't really go up to somebody and say, you know, go back to where you came from. I mean, I would never say that to you. I I just, I just was curious about that, that. Because to me, it, it, yeah. it, it, it's hard to distinguish right, a difference right. and everything like right, that. So right. I was just kind of wondering if that yeah, we was... Yeah, we could kind of tell with uh, facial features. Really? Facial features. So we don't, we don't even look at, need to look at the last So you can, look at, you can look at another Asian person and tell where they're Usually. From. Yeah, usually, usually really? you could tell. That's yeah. fascinating. <laughs> that is fascinating to me. Um, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, we, we, last time when we did the, the podcast, which yes. I'm sure like two years ago, people were like, well, I don't remember what episode that was. But uh, you're, you're originally from South Korea, yes. for, correctly, with uh, your, your family. Yes. They were pharmacists. See, I listened to it before. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, you came here, you didn't even know English when you were, how old were you when you came here? I was 11 years old. I 11. was a fifth grader. And no accent. Um, you know, I think I came um, just at the right age mm-hmm. for me to just absorb another language. Right. And so I, I do not speak English with an accent, mm-hmm. and I am fluent in Korean, and I do not speak Korean with an accent. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> Korean. Um, we have, we have a point in the show that went, uh, I'll give you a head a heads up. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, where where my kid Ryan asks the question, yeah. and uh, I he I think he asks if I remember correctly he asks specifically for you to say something in Korean for yeah. him. So, um, yeah. So so be ready. Okay. Um, um, Let's talk a little bit about the, the race itself. Well, sure. Why are you running for assembly, though? I mean, why, why not school board? Why not uh, city council? Why not, you know, what is it about assembly that appeals to you as opposed to one of these other um, positions that you could possibly run for? I think um, all offices are interesting, mm-hmm. and it comes with a whole bunch of responsibilities and an yeah. opportunity for us to serve. Yeah. The assembly in particular, its um, election cycle is every two years. Mm-hmm. That means that we are constantly being um, held accountable by voters, sure. and it gives us an opportunity to be really grassroots right, and figure yeah. out what is happening and how can we improve um, services throughout the state. So it's a state office and mm-hmm. it's a legislative office. And so we have an opportunity not just to represent the people and voices in um, our assembly district, mm-hmm. but to work with other uh, members of the assembly and state legislature. Was that to, more appealing to you than say school board or uh, city council or something yeah, like that? Yeah, at this juncture in my life, because my children are all grown now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, um, at the time when my children were in school, yeah. you know, I would have been interested, but um, I had, you know, other obligations, family it's, obligations. It's interesting that you bring up the kids because Cameron yeah. Smythe, when he was in assembly, yeah. uh, complained to me about the fact that he was missing seeing his yeah. kids so much. Right. And right. that's why he went back to city yes. council yes. after he turned out for um, yeah. uh, assembly. Yeah. So it's, it's like a reverse situation there. Right. Because you know, right. he, he was missing 
seeing the kids play their baseball right, games and right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right. because he was always up in uh, Sacramento. Sacramento yeah. Right. Or you could be in Sacramento or in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And so, you know, that in itself is a major sacrifice. I don't know how you would do it with a kid. I mean, with a young yeah. kid. I, I mean, I, I, all I can think about is my 10-year-old kid and the things I'd miss from him. Right, right. You know? So um, I think these are personal choices that we all make. Yeah. Um, the decision that my husband and I made was, uh, you know, we want to be with our children as much yeah. as we can. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you have child care and elder care, challenges mm -hmm. that pretty much eliminates anything everything else mm -hmm. you know you have your job you know and children and and uh, parents and and you know that's what I focused on and now that they're all grown up and mm -hmm. my husband is you know able to take care of himself <laughs> what does your husband do for a living he's a CPA CPA okay <laughs> You know, and it's an opportunity for, for me to uh, continue my, my activism. Mm -hmm. what, what, how long have you been an activist? Since the late 70s. Late 70s? Yeah. Well, what all have so you done? I, I'm a few, few years old. What, <laughs> what, what, would you, what is your best memory, I mean, as far as like activism goes? Like, what was the first thing you did as an activist? Yeah, first of all, um, I served on the uh, Free Church Lee Committee. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a Korean American, he was a Korean American uh, ex gang member. Okay. From Chinatown, San Francisco, mm -hmm. who was um, uh, sent to, uh, he, who was placed on death row. Uh huh. And, um, and placed on, um, I mean, uh, and we um, worked to get him off death row and mm -hmm. out of prison mm -hmm. because the reason, one of the reasons why he was there was because uh, he did not have proper legal representation. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in the, in the 70s, we did not have internet. Mm -hmm. We did not have, you know, social media. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, only thing we could count on is um, news. Mm -hmm. Uh, from Korean newspapers right and so you know we read about it and a few of us in LA said wow this is wrong because if it happened to him it could happen to us mm -hmm. and so we mobilized and you know um, we put together a, a grassroots effort and got him off and that's that was my introduction to mm -hmm. community activism and uh, you know when we first came here we were in the the heat of the Vietnam War yeah right and you know I, I remember watching um, Walter Cronkite you know, nightly news. Mm. When we first came here, actually, we thought he was the president of the United States. Really? <laughs> Some people still do. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know, right? Yeah. You know, and um, I was very, very heartbroken when I saw the images of uh, our boys coming back mm -hmm. home in body bags. Yeah. And I just felt that there was something wrong, mm -hmm. you know, with so many of our, our boys coming back. Right. Um, and they were uh, dispatched to places they had never been before or heard mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Right. And so I thought, you know, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. And I need to um, raise my voice yeah. and speak up. And so that's what, what exposed me right. to, to the importance of participating. Did you get anything out of it once you got involved? I mean, was there, obviously you got something out of it because you kept doing it. Yeah. You kept getting yeah. involved and stuff like that. But what is it you get out of it, the activism? It's a stuff? great, great learning experience mm -hmm. because you uh, truly understand. I majored in political science okay. at Cal State LA. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I had a, a bit of a um, understanding mm -hmm. about our American government structure and you know mm -hmm. uh, the, the three branches of government and whatnot. But when, when you engage in grassroots activism, yeah. you truly understand the dynamics Mm -hmm. of the community or the issue that you're all fighting for, right? right? And yeah. so, like the Church Lee case, even though, um, the, even though Lee was Korean, mm -hmm. we had a lot of other APIs. It right. was not just exclusive Korean. We had an Anglo, mm -hmm. you know, participant. I mean, we just had, you know, very diverse group right. of people. Right. And when you engage in, you know, um, end the war type of, you know, um, discussions, yeah. you have even, you know, broader yeah. diversity in the conversation and you just learn a great deal and you realize it has to be mutual respect mm -hmm. right and mutual cooperation and mutual understanding of each other right right and so that is what has carried me throughout my life mm. I believe okay uh, I, I should just warn uh, the audience here that we are surrounded right now <laughs> by soccer kids uh, uh, doing their soccer practices so we're out in the park and it's obviously free for everybody so you know more sure. power to them However, there is a chance at some point in time that either the camera or one of us might get knocked over by a <laughs> soccer ball. So uh, comedy may be in the, uh, coming forward. Uh, right, we'll see what happens. Right. Um, but, you know, it's actually good to hear children yeah, out at play. Just get, and see and them just, get out and play yeah, again. So. Yeah. How how did you handle the um, pandemic and just being, you know, stuck inside? Uh, you know, at first I didn't know what it was, just yeah. like everybody else. And yeah. I just thought... What 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 do we do? This has never happened to me before. Right, right. And it right. was just very very eerie. Yeah. Right. And um, 
And I think most of us were worried, mm -hmm. okay, what is going to be our way of life mm -hmm. in the immediate future? Yeah. Since we didn't know, is this going to last a month, yeah. you know, a year? You know, what is it? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's, humans are resilient. Right. I, I've um, noticed that. That's I would actually say me, that's one thing I've seen. Yeah. It's the way the kids seem yeah. to just go, okay, I'm wearing a mask now. What? No yeah. big deal. And we, you yeah. know, people just put their masks on and just kind of like we're going to go back through back to our daily life. You know. Yeah. We we learned how to you know get in line. Mm -hmm. You know, there's only six people in this shop. Okay, yeah. we got that yeah. social distancing. We got that. You yeah. know, when vaccinations became available, you know, of course we got our, most of us yeah. <laughs> got the shots. And so we adjust and, you know, but I think what is sad is that um, people that are in marginalized communities, mm -hmm. you know, continue to hurt the most, Yeah. right? Because they just physically do not have the space, mm -hmm. right? If there's a two bedroom and there's 10 people living in it, it's just, you know, and, and you're working out of the house or children are home, yeah. it's just very difficult to have any kind of space. Yeah. And so uh, those are the challenges. And, you know, um, we started to move into a Zoom, mm -hmm. right, and, and doing everything or as much as we can online. Mm -hmm. And of, of course, you know, again, in our marginalized communities, you know, there's no Wi-Fi, yeah. right? Uh, either they cannot afford it or it's just not available. Right. And so, the, you know, we have some major, major challenges that have become even more uh, mm. glaring at us mm. right and so these are uh, issues that we must address mm. that's what I, I've learned uh, during the pandemic but it's, it yeah. sure is nice to be able to start to go yeah. out a little bit are you are you, is, is it gonna I mean there's still the Delta variant yes. people are still wearing yes. masks and are you are you gonna go out door-to-door -door and knock and everything like that during the, the pandemic yeah I, during, I during this situation yeah yeah um, hopefully you know things will get even better mm -hmm. than now it's gotten much better um, but I, I plan to wear out 10 pairs of shoes 10 pairs of shoes, <laughs> one a month, I guess. Or, or, yes, or, yes. Because what the primary is in May of next year, it's correct? It's June, June 7th. June 7th, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, last year it was March because it was yeah. presidential, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then and then the actual election is not for another, what, 18 months? Is it actual, uh, months? primary is June 7th, yeah. and uh, the general is in November. You got some time this time. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. last time... You, you yeah. kind of got into the race. I mean, it was the whole kerfuffle with yes. Katie Hill and yes. Chrissy jumping into the, uh, the Chrissy Smith jumping into the race to run for Congress. Right, right. And then um, it, you and I think you said four yeah. other candidates all kind of stepped forward to yes. run for yes. assembly. And, and you had what almost no, no preparation in advance. Right, right. You just think step forward and right. do it. Right, you know? right. Um, this time you have a chance to plan. <laughs> Yes, yeah. and to piggyback on what I have already accomplished, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, coming in first, uh, beating out the other Dems, mm -hmm. I think, you know, it shows that I'm not only able to um, mobilize, um, you know, uh, middle-aged mm -hmm. voters, but also everybody else across the spectrum. Yeah. And what's really important in a purple district, is, as you know, and as all your um, um, uh, listeners know. All seven of them. <laughs> You know, is that in a purple district, it's so yeah. important for us to not only mobilize the Democratic base, mm -hmm. but also tap into independents and uh, moderate, non-Trump Republicans. Yeah, right? yeah, well, they're, they're, those are few and far between these days, yes, it seems yes, like. Yes, but it's still important to be able yeah. to, you know, um, represent the whole community. I mm -hmm. think, you know, that is the most important Do you role. think um, Newsom's been handling the situation with the, the, the virus well? I think... Um, uh, yes, my answer is yes, and okay. I think that you know none of us have gone through this before, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. when you look at how California is doing now, because of the mandates and because mm -hmm. of you know um, everybody's cooperation, mm -hmm. uh, minus a few who still refuse to you know yeah. wear a mask or you know I don't get, get that. I swear to God, I don't. Just, get I don't that. understand that either, uh, because it's it's a public health and public safety issue. That's and right. So, but, you don't have you don't have the right to breathe secondhand smoke on me. Correct. So Correct. why do you have the right to breathe the very, uh, you know, the Delta variant on yeah, me? Yeah, right. Know? And we all need to, you know, take extra precautions because, mm. you know, we have children or elderly at home. Yeah. And we don't know the situation, right? Sure. I don't know who, you know, lives at your house. And it's very, very um, irresponsible of mm. us, you know, to just say, well, but I don't want to, I don't want anybody telling me, you know, that I need to get a shot or, you know, that I have to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Well, we did not invite the variant to come here, mm -hmm. right? And we collectively as a society have an obligation, right. right? We're sharing air, we're sharing, you know, public space and mm -hmm. whatnot. And so, but anyway, I, I, going back to uh, Governor Newsom, you know, I, I think that he's had a, you know, um, 
couple of missteps here and there, mm -hmm. but I think overall he's done a great job. And yeah. you know, uh, California is you know doing very well compared to the other 49 states. Mm -hmm. I think per capita, I think it's like the best, mm -hmm. or, or, uh, as far as COVID yes. uh, uh, cases and yes. stuff like that. And, yes. Um, so do you, you support the idea of mandatory vaccinations mandates to for um, vaccinations? Do you support that idea, like yeah. for the schools? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Well, I what wish if, we could. I what wish if, we could, except for you know people who have um, religious or medical reasons. Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, wish we could. What about the argument about personal freedoms and stuff mm -hmm. like that, or uh, the the idea that you know I yeah. I want to I want to decide what 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 right. uh, what my kid gets injected into his blood right. bloodstream, you know? I mean, what what how do you feel about that? Yeah, I you know I respect their decision, mm -hmm. but this is about public health, mm -hmm. and this is about global health crisis. Mm -hmm. This is you know where the benefits outweigh risks or, right. or suspicions right and I think it's we have an obligation to coexist mm -hmm. and to um, mutually respect each other each other's decisions however yeah. you know when we have vaccinations that are available that yeah. have been approved yeah. and globally not just in California or yeah. the United States but globally yeah um, you know I think we we need to be vaccinated so that we can all be healthy and we can all go back to you know um, um, as routine as possible <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. I don't know. I, you know, for me, at least the COVID thing, like everybody's like, oh, you can't talk to people anymore. I'm like, right. I'm in heaven now. <laughs> I don't have to see people. I don't have to talk to people. Life is good. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about uh, assembly itself and, sure. and the position. Sure. Um, the, I guess the first question for me, uh, for you is, is uh, do you have ideas about what committees you want to be on, uh, what, what, you know, what you want to do, and what committees you'd like to participate in to, mm -hmm. to accomplish that? Mm -hmm. What are most important issues that, um, that we must tackle? That's the question I ask myself. Mm -hmm. And number one, uh, it is not up to me uh, uh, to be newly elected assembly person to right. <laughs> uh, land on those committees that I, I uh, prefer. However, the issues that are important to me are issues that deal with uh, working families. Mm -hmm. and, and then people say, well, working families, that is just so broad. Right. Well, yes, our life is so broad. Mm -hmm. What we must tackle are you know, broad issues, right. right? And many issues and mm -hmm. multiple times. So I'm very interested in um, higher education mm -hmm. and I'm very interested in um, um, training the, the young for mm -hmm. middle, class, middle class careers. Middle right. class uh, okay. careers, yeah, okay. middle class jobs, yeah. you know, training yeah. programs. I don't believe that um, every high school grad needs to go to college. No, I don't either. I think I think right. you're right about that. Uh, and if they uh, choose not to, yeah. I'm not saying you know you shouldn't. I'm, I'm saying if you, if they choose not to, yeah. they should have other options, yeah. right? And um, they need to pursue careers, not jobs, not not you know dead end minimum wage jobs. To this right? day, question whether my college education was worth it. Yeah, because I I have friends and relatives both that you know cousins and things that that didn't go to college right and they're right. retired yes they're retired yes. Now. They're, younger and they're than doing me. very well and doing very and well for themselves living very comfortably they, right they got a job and just uh, and went through and went through life and um, saved their money and then retired and, yep. and now they're living the living the dream yeah and then and they're, they're wondering 40s. Stephen, you know why are you still working <laughs> actually why am i still in school <laughs> <laughs> is, is actually the, the, the real thing to say there. Yeah, but, and um, you know, with, with the um, uh, college tuition being yeah. so expensive, yeah. many, many college grads are ending up with huge, huge amounts am one of, of them. student debt, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we have to question and we have to figure out what other alternatives, whether, what other opportunities can mm -hmm. we make available and make sure that young people have an opportunity to take advantage of them. And so I'm very interested in that because our future, you know, they become the future mm -hmm. um, vibrant members of our workforce. Yeah. And that is going to be the driving uh, engine for our economy. Yeah. Right. And so it's just really important for us to you know, be able to invest. Do you think the government, uh, the Democratic government that is running Sac Sacramento right now is, is a whole doing a good job? As a whole, I think we're doing a good job. Um, you know, we. People often say, well, you know, you, you have an absolute majority, just, mm -hmm. just absolute majority that, that is not uh, seen in, you know, many other states and perhaps it, it, the state. It, it, that always intrigues me because it's like, it, like, like somebody appointed a, a Democratic majority. Mm -hmm. They were elected, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> it's, right. It's not, it's not like it was uh, some under, underhanded trick. Correct. You know, Correct. The people Correct. wanted Democrats People in, in every there. district, yeah. you know, decided who 
you know, they wanted to elect mm -hmm. in their own neighborhood, in their own communities. Right. And so, and collectively in mm -hmm. California, this is how we've become. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, I don't need to remind you, Stephen, that um, even though it's a blue state, mm -hmm. we have different shades of blue. Yeah, definitely. Right. Definitely. And there's a great deal of uh, friction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and again, it goes back to my, my uh, guiding principle. Yeah. Courtesy, mutual respect. Mm -hmm. and understanding of each other mm -hmm. and uh, embracing the need for us to craft a, a vision for the next generation, mm -hmm. right? This is so important to everybody, not just you know mm -hmm. people who live in Santa Clarita or who, who live in San Jose. This yeah. is important to all Californians and you know pretty much all Americans. Yeah. What's that? What, what is the first thing you'd want to do when you if you were elected? If you're when you're elected. When Let's I'm elected. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for that correction. When I am elected, yeah. uh, first thing I want to do is. Um, Visit as many, visit as many, yeah. <laughs> I think he wanted to join the conversation. Yeah, I think he, he does. He's welcome, yeah. Um, I would like to um, visit as many um, households mm -hmm. in Santa Clarita, Yeah. right? And just to thank them. You just know, thank them. Just to thank them. That would be the But I mean, is there a I legislative uh, measure that you want to put forward or anything like that, that specifically, you know, like, okay, here, this needs yeah. to be a law. Yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to work on um, having more affordable, quality child care okay. available throughout the state. Throughout like, the state. Uh, 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 can you give me an example of what you're talking about specifically? Yeah. So um, during the pandemic, we noticed that many women had mm -hmm. to leave their jobs. Yeah. Right. Because schools were closed, and mm -hmm. you know, and um, and now with the, uh, you know, we we are at the end of the tunnel, mm -hmm. and we want to go back to um, women want to go back to working, and and many families want to resume their careers, and we do not have sufficient number of childcare facilities. Right. Right. And so we want to make sure that we have more available, yeah. right? And yeah. how we go about doing that, it would be up to each neighborhood and each community, right? Mm -hmm. We can't really dictate, oh, you have to open up a child care center here. Right. But, but um, what has proven to us, especially during the pandemic, is that we are lacking mm -hmm. child care facilities, quality, accessible, affordable child care. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the first things that I would want to work on. Okay. Um, the, um, uh, have you, uh, I'm, I'm, Sorry, the, the, the soccer, someone just scored a goal. I know, so, I know. <laughs> so I lost, I, I'm tempted to turn I'm, I'm, this way so I can watch. watch the game, yeah. <laughs> Not that you're less interesting, but. <laughs> no, no, I get that all the time. Um, my, my wife sometimes says, I'm going to watch the, the paint dry instead. Um, and what's really sad is we don't have any paint. <laughs> Um, I'm sure that's a common co conversation a common in every household. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a lot of people, with Suzette uh, being in, uh, in office right now, mm -hmm. I mean, do you think she's doing anything wrong specifically, or do you think she's out of touch with, with what the district's doing? Uh, is there anything that you can point to, uh, to her leadership mm -hmm. that is not the way you would do it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Three things mm -hmm. that come to mind. Uh, first of all, um, you know, I, I, my family and I immigrated here from South Korea, mm -hmm. and we, when we left South Korea at the time in '71, it was mm -hmm. under a dictatorship. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we came to the United States that was democratic right. and had dem democracy with right? President Walter Cronkite. <laughs> right, and yeah. never, never in a million years did I think that as a U.S. citizen, mm -hmm. at my age, yeah. I would be fighting to preserve democracy. Yeah. Never, never in a million years yeah. that I would leave South Korea to come here to, to you know, fight to preserve democracy. Um, in January, she had an opportunity to hold Trump responsible for the January 6th insurrection. Right. And um, she abstained from signing that resolution. Now, when you are elected, mm -hmm. you have a duty to represent all people in your right. district. You can't just pick and choose, you right. know, which ones you're going to go with your party, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. all Republicans, they did not, um, you know, um, sign on to that. So that was number one. And number two, in the middle of the pandemic, mm -hmm. when we were all seeing on the news uh, fellow Angelinos mm -hmm. literally dying in our hospital corridors yeah. in Los Angeles County, mm -hmm. She was very busy trying to open up Magic Mountain. Okay. 
Wait, wait, so, what do you mean trying to open? Oh, oh arguing the case that yeah, the music yeah, box should be open. Yeah, she was trying to pass legislation, trying to get legislation. To get Magic know, Mountain open. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it is a, you know, Magic Mountain is a major employer, I understand. Mm. But we have, a, we have a public health crisis. Right. Right? And I don't know how we're looking at the same news coverage Mm -hmm. And we draw such different conclusions on what it is that we need to do. Yeah. You know, in the middle of the pandemic, we needed more leadership on how to open up more COVID testing centers, mm -hmm. how to get, you know, vaccination centers lined up. That's right. the thinking and leadership that we needed to see, and that was right. not there. And uh, thirdly, when, um, during the recall, mm -hmm. you know, um, she actually uh, was on stage with Larry Alder. Really? In Castaic. So, you know, and true, we have other Republican elected officials, yeah. but she, she was there. You know, the interesting thing about Suzette is that she had, she had, done, she had done the show when she was going to run for Congress. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I congratulated her, uh, you know, through Facebook when, when she won. Mm -hmm. And she said she'd love to do the show again and everything because she wanted to reach across the aisle. Yeah. And yet she seems to have gone more extreme. Right. Um, with their values, I mean, with Larry Elder, I mean, standing with Larry Elder, right. I mean, come on. Right, um, right. And she's also shown a reluctance to, uh, to, to be scheduled to do the show mm. now, mm. which is funny because, you know, Christy Smith had no problem finding right. time. You know, right. Steve Knight has no problem finding time. Right. Um, Mike Garcia is a whole other story. But, uh, <laughs> uh, You'll need another day. <laughs> yeah, to explain Mike Garcia and, uh, and my issues with him. Oh, but, my goodness. Uh, um, so this is what I mean in terms yeah. of uh, lack of representation yeah. and lack of leadership yeah. and lack of vision, yeah. you know, for everybody in, in um, our district. Yeah. So, I mean, and what are you, you're going to do differently? Town halls? Or are you going to, uh, you, know, you say you wanted to knock on the door and thank you. Everybody. <laughs> but I mean, what, what, how, what would you do differently? I want to do um, at least quarterly. Mm -hmm. uh, town hall meetings okay. where everyone can can come yeah. and you know and hopefully we will be able to do it in, you know in yeah. person and my uh, district office will always be open mm -hmm. and I will be uh, in the district office as much as I can mm -hmm. and um, as I talk to different people mm -hmm. you know the reason why I, I emphasize um, in meeting with um, people in mm -hmm. the field mm -hmm. is because you learn so much about what is happening mm -hmm. right people will tell you oh Annie you know I was trying to get through uh, EDD, mm. what do I do? EDD has been a nightmare. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, it, it's just been yeah. just, right? And it's not just EDD right now, you mm. know. Um, our, the um, unemployment benefits have ended on September 4th. And as you know, the-, the Do you think uh, they should be continued again? Um, you know, at this point, probably not. You know, because the uh, people have said it's already been extended several times. Mm. And, you know, there are, uh, uh, many job openings and people are just not feeling it. Well, there are reasons why people are not, you know, yeah. able to hire. So anyway, but it, um, right now, rent relief, mm -hmm. right? There is such a backlog. Mm. We have the federal funds that are available right. uh, to be dispersed to Californians, and we are just not having a, you know, a efficient time getting it out. Right. And when the um, moratorium is evicted at, uh, or lifted at the end of September, mm -hmm. we are going to have major, major crisis. Mm. Right? Oh yeah, I, 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 it's so scary when you think about it. You yeah, know? I mean, on, on top of the homeless situation we have now, mm -hmm. homeless crisis situation we have now, we are going to have people that are facing eviction for the first time in their lives. These are, you know, people that we know. People could be our neighbors, mm -hmm. you know, um, and it's a real scary situation. People the, with families, it, it's children. A, uh, what was that show uh, on um, Netflix? Uh, the Patriot Patriot Act with. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he did a whole piece on on the on the situation with the housing crisis, yes. uh, on on the situation with uh, more uh, rent relief and stuff yeah. like that. But it's sort of like you may be saving the people from um, eviction, right. which is good. But the landlords are counting on that money yes. to yes. to invest back into things such as infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera, yes. et cetera. Yes. So if the landlords don't have money, yes then you know coming in the revenue coming in then there's right. another problem there that creates other problems that you know it's, it's sort of right. a domino effect right. no matter what what i mean there's right. no easy answer to the, to the problem Correct. except Correct. maybe i don't know throw money at it i just i don't i mean it just seems like that's about the only thing to do is just 
pay people's rent or something. I don't know what, I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's not just rent at this point. Yeah. It's back, um, you know, uh, delinquent utility bills. Yeah. I mean, just one thing after another, right? Sure. Because people are just have not been able to work. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, number one, we need to do, number one thing we need to do is make sure that the relief aid gets mm -hmm. to the people who need it, right? Yeah. Because again, people need to pay rent so that mm -hmm. the, you know, uh, the landlord is able mm -hmm. to pay the mortgage. Right. Right. And, you know, make repairs or whatever yeah. else that needs to be happening. Yeah. And uh, we truly need to make sure that everything is running. Running, mm -hmm. Right, because everything is all interrelated. Right, right? it's all intertwined. Mm -hmm. Right, and so um, we just have to focus on that and yeah. make sure uh, if it's broken. Mm -hmm. And you know, I mean, like the situation at EDD. I mean, they had computer systems that are from the '90s, right? I mean, or earlier. Earlier, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just I. I think they're still using floppy disks, actual <laughs> floppy disks. Yeah, I mean, you know, where do you even get the, you know, replacement parts for that? I, yeah. I don't know, right? <laughs> so this is the kind of kind of uh, leadership we need, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's so, so uh, easy for us to say, oh, we're going to fix this and we're going to fix that. Okay, I always ask, how? Mm -hmm. How can we fix it? Right. Right? Because, yeah. I mean, especially with computer technology, the way it is now, you know, anything that's three, five years old is pretty ancient. Yeah, Right. So we really need to keep up. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. so, you know, most of us are, you know, getting our, our cell phone, mm -hmm. you know, and getting a lot of data on our cell phone. So sometimes our, our what we have, the device in our hand right. is more recent you know, true, than, yeah. than what our government agencies are using. Mm -hmm. And so there is that disconnect. Yeah. Right. And yeah. ultimately, the people that suffer the most are, are consumers and, mm -hmm. you know, I can't, I can't tell you how I mean, I was receiving unemployment during the pandemic for yeah. a while, too. And I can't tell you how hard it was to even. Contact you just couldn't get somebody. through. You, you couldn't just could get through, through anything. It's like, and, right? it's, and, the, inter, and the, inter, the website would crash. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it was, it was insane. Yeah, with five it's million like, people trying to get on. Yes, yeah. so of course it'll crash. Yeah. And yeah. with, you know, outdated equipment, outdated technology, it mm. just, you know. And so uh, those are the kind of things that I, I want to do. And again, the reason why um, I, I um, um, have learned so much mm. from community activism from early on in my days in college mm. is that, uh, again, you just learn so much. Mm. You just learn so much. And you have perspectives that you never imagined sitting right. behind a desk in your office. Sure, sure. The, um, uh, one of the big topics that people are dealing with or, or talking about statewide is the issue of um, the homeless issue yeah. itself. Yeah. Um, Probably, probably the biggest crisis we have outside the pandemic right now yeah. in, in California. Yes. Um, what, 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 what is your solution to it? Is there a solution to the homeless problem out here, or what do you think? There is no magic bullet, mm -hmm. you know, because the situation has gotten so bad. Yeah. It's become a crisis on steroids, mm -hmm. right? Over the years, it's just, just become um, unmanageable. Yeah. And so, you know, right now in Los Angeles County, we have about uh, 66,000 people that are homeless it's insane it, it, it is crazy it's bigger it than just, the town i grew up in it is just just absolutely crazy mm -hmm. and um you and some of them are um i would say about 30 30 percent of them yeah. are uh with uh, children families oh, yeah. with children right yeah. and so and when you when you um look at um students that are at uh, places like cal state um university in northridge mm -hmm. at csun yeah. um their uh, student population is about forty thousand. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, about uh, 35, 40 percent of the students, mm -hmm. right, live out of their cars. OK, yeah. so this is a major, major situation. Yeah. And so um, and there there is no no, you know, easy fix. Mm -hmm. However, I do think that, you know, availability really depends on um, um, affordability. Mm -hmm. Right. It is not that we don't have homes. It is mm -hmm. not that we don't have houses. It's just that most people cannot afford it. Mm -hmm. So how do you bring down the cost that is more commensurate with mm -hmm. what average person makes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so I think that's where we need to start. And yeah. it's all about, you know, housing by itself is not an issue. Right. It's all about the communities. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you really think about going back mm -hmm. to how we um, designed our neighborhoods, mm -hmm. you know, it goes back to the days of redlining. How do you mean? think about that? You know, so we had um, certain districts, you know, certain neighborhoods. Oh, we're only going to be putting in um, apartments here. We're only going to be putting in, you know, um, condos here or right. whatnot. And so, and back in the day, um, especially in LA County, we had uh, strict residential neighborhoods mm -hmm. and commercial areas and industrial areas. Right. right? We don't have mixed use, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and um, we, we need to, take a look at a, a 
a plan mm -hmm. to kind of look at the whole state, right? You know, as as uh, being one one whole continuous, you know, continu uh, continuous um, uh, community, if you will. Mm -hmm and figure out how, how can we make it more affordable so that people can actually have a roof over their head, which yeah. is a basic right. Yeah. Right? Do you consider yourself, uh, I mean, coming into, to me, I, I, I break down uh, politicians into two types. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Just two types? <laughs> yeah, there's only two types. Um, uh, there, there's the fighter. Yeah. And there's the, the one that that uh, uh, is, is more of a, a moderate in the sense of working together. Mm. So, which, 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 which are you? I'm both. You're both. You have to be both. Okay. Because uh, even if you're a uh, pragmatic, you know, yeah. um, official, yeah, you still have to fight yeah. for what you believe in. Sure. You know, and you 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 are representing um, people who voted for you. Mm -hmm. You are not representing yourself, right? right? You have to take into account all the different you know views and and perspectives of your district. And that is the ultimate responsibility of true leader. Right? Would you? Would you? Uh, you, you talk about uh, representing the district and representing yeah. the people as a purple district. Okay. Would you vote against party lines uh, to, for something that would benefit the district? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, without a, without question. Yeah, yeah. If it benefits the district, that's what I would do. Okay. You have to do it. That is well. The I mean, point. You, you run. I mean, Christy actually ran into this problem. She was. Uh, removed from a, a leadership position because yeah. she didn't she voted against yeah. party lines right. uh, um, and kind uh, of she's kind of suffered I mean, she had no issue with uh, with what she did right. but but she did kind of right. suffer the consequences yeah. as a result yeah, you could be in a situation where they put you in charge of you know you know four leaf clover hunting and 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 pork pork rinds right. you know the right. committee on that which is you know one of the top committees um, <laughs> Uh, but but I mean, as a result of, of voting against party lines, right. it, you know, there is that danger in that. I mean, what what are you going to do if that happens? What is most important is to represent the people in my district. Okay, that is the most important thing, and especially in a purple district, mm -hmm. we have to have a better understanding of what our needs are. Yeah, you know, and what what our needs as collectively, yeah. right? And so uh, that is what's important. And again, I mentioned to you asked me which committees I wanted to serve on. Yeah. It is not up to me to you know land on those committees, right. and it is not up to me to continue. So you're okay with the committee on pork rinds? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll send a note to Gavin. <laughs> Was it uh, Linden? Is, is that the name of the Yeah, to the speaker. Yeah. The speaker. <laughs> you want to be on the committee for pork rinds. Um, are you, do you consider yourself um, like a moderate Democrat or a ra you know, more progressive? Or where, where are you on the spectrum as far? Are you Bernie or are you Hillary? You know, it's, uh, you know, where, where do you consider yourself? Where would you place yourself? I am not Bernie. Okay. I am not Bernie. I am um, Annie Cho. Okay. But you know what I'm saying. I do. Annie, come on. I do. I do. I do. And, you know, I want us to um, be more objective okay. in our assessment of candidates and elected officials okay. instead of just, you know, trying to put us into a box. Well, I'm right? not trying to put you in a box. I'm just trying to see where you stand on that. Uh, you know, politically, I mean, um, I'm a, I'm a um, pragmatic. Pragmatic, yeah. okay. Pragmatic. So, yeah. well, uh, we have to put a label on it. <laughs> well, I, I, I like labels. So. Um, yeah, you only have two types of. <laughs> exactly. Put it down like this. Nice, this or that, that, that's it. it. There's no, there no gray. Black or white, you know, it's a, that's all there is. Um, well, um, and then. Um, as, as far as uh, I, I'm curious, as, as, as being a pragmatic Democrat, that, that, that pretty much puts you in a moderate kind of category. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, where, why are you a Democrat in general? What is it about being a Democrat that appeals to you? I've been a lifelong Democrat. Mm -hmm. and but why? What is it about being a Democrat that makes you a Democrat? To be able to enjoy the liberties and, um, and um, live in democracy. You don't think the Republican Party does that? No. They should no. Go to we are talking about we are we are talking about voting rights. Mm -hmm. You know, no voter suppression. We are talking about individual uh, liberties, individual right. rights, and all of that is um, as common as the Democratic Party.
and I am a, a proud lifelong Democrat, and I do not go back and forth. You know, mm -hmm. some people will be a Republican this cycle, Repub uh, Democrat, and then back to Independent, and then back to, mm -hmm. you know. I've, I've never, you know, swayed from that. And what's really important is for us to be able to participate mm -hmm. in the governing process. And one of the ways um, that uh, people can participate in that as a voter, mm -hmm. right? If you don't want to run for office, you can partici still participate as a voter or, you know, testifying in community uh, hearings or forums. Mm -hmm. And so we must do our part and, and participate. And in this country and, and um, you know, living in democracy, we're, we should be able to right. freely do that, right? right? right. And uh, we should be able to vote for people that we want to vote for. And, and those fundamental rights must always, always, we have to fight to preserve that. There's just no, no two ways about that. Is there anything about a Republican philosophy that appeals to you, a pl Republican platform in general, that you go, well, I kind of agree with that? Hmm. I think today um, people are having a conversation mm -hmm. about the Republican Party yeah. and Trump. Um, driven Republican Party. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so I think there has to be that distinction. Mm -hmm. And um, the Republican Party, um, before Trump was elected, mm -hmm. uh, was a little bit sane than they are now. <laughs> well, I, I, I think there, just, uh, well, again, my labels yeah. there's Republican and then there's Trump Republican. <laughs> Correct. You know, there's two Correct. different types of Republicans. Correct. You know, Correct. that's why I so. said, you know, it's important uh, for people to realize that uh, in order for us to flip the seat today, yeah. you know, not only do I need to mobilize the Democratic base, mm -hmm. but capture some of the independents mm -hmm. and non-Trump moderate Republicans. Yeah. That's the only way we're going to be able to flip the seat. I think that's the only way Christie was able to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, in our in our district today. And so we need to remember, do we want to keep a Republican who is mm -hmm. out of touch mm -hmm. with the people in the district? Or do we want someone who's able to flip the seat? Mm -hmm. And that would be me. Okay. That would be me. Why is it you? I mean, why are you the one that can flip the seat? Because this is a, a purple district. This is a district where Biden carried it by more than eight percentage points, yeah. right? There is yeah. no Bernie base here. Okay. There is no Bernie base. And um, this is a district where we have uh, even though we have more registered Democrats, mm -hmm. you know, like 38% of our registered voters, right. right? We still have about 33 registered Republicans mm -hmm. and about 23% registered Independents, yeah. right? So it is not clearly blue, like, you know, 90% Democrats, right. Right? right? And so given this situation, you, we need mm -hmm. someone like me who's not only proven mm -hmm. that she can get the most votes, mm -hmm. you know, in a 100-day race right. um, among the Democratic candidates, but also who can cut across different spectrum mm -hmm. and truly serve the people of our district. And I think, you know, the more and more people that I connect with, mm -hmm. they realize I'm the, I'm the candidate. Okay. And that's why they're supporting me. Well, we're going to move into some fun stuff. Now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not, not that the politics aren't fun, but uh, uh, we'll start off with Ryan's question. Hey, Annie, can you say this in Korean? Vote blue, don't vote red. Vote for me and not Suzette. Oh, that's long. Yeah, I okay. know, I know. <laughs> you had to write it all down. Okay. How do you say that in South Korean? Okay, or so... Korean. Oh, Korean, yeah. yeah excuse me. <laughs> so, um, in, in Korean, we yeah. generally uh, don't say blue or red. Mm -hmm. That is... Um, 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 most people in, in Korean language do not mm -hmm. connect with that. So, uh, vote for me. Mm -hmm. And don't vote for Suzette. <laughs> <laughs> I will write it down. Um, 민주당에 한표 부탁합니다. 공화당엔 투표하지 마십시오. 애니조에게 한 표를 던져주십시오. 수제한테는 투표하지 마십시오. That is okay. You know what? Um, that's really long. Yeah, I was going to say. I, you know, uh, uh, that's a lot of words. That's a <laughs> lot of words, and even in English, words. it's a lot of words. <laughs> what? Uh, Only thing you have to remember yeah. in Korean mm -hmm. is. Yeah, you lost me after Cho. Yeah. That's uh, give one vote to Annie Cho. I'll give one vote to Annie. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. The, um, you, That's it. We, our, <laughs> yeah. On our last podcast, you <laughs> yeah. talked a little bit about uh, learning English through like yeah. television or right, stuff, right. stuff like that. What was right. your favorite Saturday morning cartoon show? Mm -hmm. I don't remember because um, 
Um, oh, you've got to remember, like Scooby-Doo, was it? Flintstones, you know. The Flintstones, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I, I don't really remember because, you know, I'm the oldest of four children, mm -hmm. and I had three little brothers mm -hmm. that I had to take care of. And back then we didn't have home alone days, yeah. home, home alone rules. And so, you know, yeah. uh, my parents were out of the house most of the time. Right. And um, so I did not have the luxury of, you know, actually being able to enjoy a whole program, right? You know, and right. So I don't really remember. I remember bits and pieces, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but um, I, I remember my peer tutors. That's what I remember the most. The what? Peer tutors. Peer tutors. Yeah, in the classroom. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, in terms of how, how I was waiting for you to say I like the funky phantoms <laughs> or something like that, you know. I'm not as much fun as you think, <laughs> um, you know, but this is, um, you know, in the back of the class, I had a peer tutor uh -huh. who um, brought out, you know, um, books, more like picture books, if you yeah. will. And it was like, you know, Mark and Jane and, you yeah. know, and that's how I learned English. I had never seen, you know, the alphabet before I came here. Uh -huh. um, again, we didn't have, you know, internet. We didn't have, you know, Google. We didn't have, you yeah. know, encyclopedias. Do you have any relatives in North Korea? I'm just curious. No, I do not. You're not? Yeah, both, okay. both, both of my, my um, mom and dad's uh, families yeah. uh, are not Ernst. from the north, so okay. we personally did not experience the uh, family separation yeah. from the war, um, but I, I've heard plenty. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine. I've it's heard just, plenty. It's crazy. And you know what's really tragic is that many of those people have already died, yeah. right? And they, they died without knowing the fate of, the, of their family members who were left behind in North Korea. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a downer note. Uh, yeah, let's pick it up. <laughs> let's pick it back up again. First concert. What was your first concert? I don't think I've ever been to a concert. You've never been to a concert? I don't think I've ever been to a concert. Ever? I could not afford it. I, I could not afford it. I, I cannot remember a concert. That's the, like the most American thing next to baseball. I know. I've been to the Dodgers game way back okay. when. Okay, you've been to the um, Dodgers game. That's something. Um, Had a Dodger dog. Yes, yes. Okay. That was like the thing to do, but I've yeah. never been to a concert because, again, I had to figure out, okay, how much is a ticket? Right, about $100 uh, usually. Like how, I mean, back then, I'm sure it wasn't $100, yeah. but, you know, and okay, and the uh, time that I would go there to enjoy, let's mm -hmm. say five hours. Right. That's five hours that I could not work. Okay. So minus the, you know, money that I could have earned, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, it's just not affordable. And if you, you know, today, in today's, um, um, Living, mm -hmm. right? If you ask some children, have you ever been to Disneyland? Yeah. No. No, it's, it just doesn't cost too much. It's just too expensive. Yeah. It's just too expensive, yeah. and that that that's the same thinking, you know. Mm -hmm. um, when we first came here, we we just did not have any money. There were times when um, one loaf of bread, mm -hmm. you know, was not enough for one meal. Mm -hmm. Forget one day, one mm -hmm. meal. Okay. And we did not have money to buy another loaf. Mm -hmm. So you know, when you have that kind of situation, sure. you don't have the luxury. Everything else becomes a luxury, yeah. right? And so uh, I am very, very cognizant of what our working families are dealing with right, right now. And um, I, I want to be able to uh, contribute to making it better for all of us. Okay, so let's try Let's try this then. Um, if you had to choose, let's see, I hope I get this right. Um, okay. <laughs> between K-pop, is it right, is it K-pop? Yeah, K-pop, yeah. BTS? Yeah, yeah. Or Rain? Yeah. Who would you pick? Rain. Rain? Yeah. <laughs> See, now most people don't know who Rain is. Rain, because he was actually, um, he became uh, more popular uh -huh. before BTS. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, B um, Rain is really, really a um, 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 single, you know, singer yeah. who actually, you know, uh, revolutionized K-pop, if you will. Yeah. Right? And yeah. BTS is a boy band. K-pop right? is not a band, too? Or is that that's a terminology? It's a terminology. It's like okay. A Korean, oh, so, yeah, pop, pop see, I'm culture. learning. This yeah. is exciting. This pop, is why I do the podcast. <laughs> now I know what K-pop is. Okay. Uh, but well, BT this is why, you see, this is why I enjoy talking to everyday people, strangers, yeah. you know, whoever will talk to me. You I know? am not so an everyday person. I know, I know, I know, I know, but I enjoy talking to you and, you know, anybody else. Yeah, Perfect yeah. strangers, right? As long sure. as they don't yell at me and tell me to go back to where I came from. Because I will stand my ground and I will, you know, I will tell you. I would have just coughed on the guy. I'm just like, I mean, it's crazy. This is in, you know, in the February. So yeah. we didn't have, you know, um, lockdown or we didn't have any, um, you know, coronavirus, right. right, officially. But I mean, you know, we were getting so much of that BS from mm -hmm. the White House. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, that people uh, just felt um, emboldened mm -hmm. that they could just do this. Mm -hmm. I'm verbally attacking people. Right. Strangers, innocent people. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, do, 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 did he own the sidewalk? 
Yeah. I was not on his property. I was on the sidewalk. Like I said, you should have just coughed on him. Right. <laughs> scared the hell out of him when that would have been enough. Yeah. Well, I think I already scared him because I stood yeah. my ground and I, you know. Yeah. What, uh, who's your favorite artist? Musician-wise. Uh, musician, Mac Davis. Mac, Mac Davis is still alive. Mac Davis? Mac Davis. I don't know why. He, you know why? I know why. Bobby Goldsboro and Mac Davis used to have their own shows. Right? Yeah. And it was yeah. like that, that time where I could turn the TV on and I could still do house chores. Right? Yeah. And I could still enjoy it. Yeah. And Mac Davis was, you know, he would come on and play the guitar. and you know, But that's just... so offbeat. I mean, <laughs> I love Mac Davis. I have his greatest hits. Uh, it's hard to be humble, you know. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, when you're but, as good looking as I am. Uh, it's, it's a great song. Great song. Um, <laughs> but, but that's just kind of an offbeat. It's weird. It's weird. It's not, it's not so, I will tell you what's weird about it is um, one of your competitors, uh, in, uh, in the last race, yeah. uh, uh, Brandy yeah. said Mac Davis was. Oh, her really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, I, I didn't know that. I, I, don't, I, I mean, I, that's yeah. just kind of bizarre that both of you would be Mac Davis. I just love Mac Davis, and I actually uh, ran into him one time. Did um, you really? About 20 years ago, and I was like, <laughs> my friends were like, what's the matter with you? Who is he? <laughs> you know, I, I when I ran into Little Richard, nobody understood why, to me, that why that was such yeah, a big deal. Yeah, it made you your know? day, right? It, oh, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah. I had to stop and talk yeah. to Little Richard. Yeah. You know, yeah. so uh, I can certainly relate to that. Yeah. And, and Mac Davis, I would probably would have the same attitude. Right? <laughs> so. But, you know, this goes to show you, you know, um, I, I probably never went to a concert, mm. right? Because if I did, I remember right off the bat, I would say, oh, you know, I went to this yeah, concert, that yeah. concert, right? And um, and and if if Mac David, Davis did not have a show, yeah. I probably would have never connected with him because I right. didn't have money to go buy, you know, LPs and, you know, yeah. um, and all that stuff. What's your favorite movie? Yeah. Favorite movie? Um, Terms of Endearment. Okay. That, that really touched my heart. Um, it was a long time ago um, uh, because my mom um, passed away very young. Mm -hmm. She was 57 years old wow. and um, she, she died very suddenly. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's just so much that I wanted to say to her mm -hmm. that I never had a chance to say to her. Um, she, we, we had Christmas dinner mm -hmm. and she collapsed. Oh my God. And she never regained consciousness. What was wrong? She, Do you know? She suffered a, a massive aneurysm. Oh my gosh. In the brain. And Horrible. so she never regained consciousness and uh, she died on January 1st. I'm sorry. Right. So, um, you know, that time of the year is very difficult, even after 30 some years. Yeah, still I can imagine. very difficult. And, um, you know, our relationships we have with our family members, mm -hmm. not just with our mom and dad but you know with siblings and you know how we deal with you know sudden loss right all those things I think it was very beautifully portrayed yeah in terms of endearment okay yeah. um, let's get your elevator pitch for why somebody should vote for you you have 30 seconds sell me on <laughs> voting for you I'm Annie Cho and I'm running to flip assembly district 38 vote for me because I want to work for working families and our neighborhood small businesses. We want to make sure that we're an integral part of the rebounding economy and make sure that we are able to get back on our feet and carry on. So in Assembly District 38, all you have to do is remember Annie Cho and you're done. Okay. <laughs> that was good. It was, very, it was like prepped and ready to go. Thank and you. Usually people stumble Thank a little you. bit on that. Hopefully, hopefully it's better than what I said last time. I don't, I don't even remember. What did you say last time? You're, I'm gonna win. <laughs> you're gonna win. That's right. That's right. Well, I wish you a lot of luck in the Thank election. Thank you. Um, you're certainly a charming woman who, who certainly knows your stuff, and uh, and and I uh, think you. Well, I, I think the race is going to be the one to watch. I mean, all yes. all three of you, yes. all three of the Democrats are incredibly qualified people, and uh, uh, and very likable. And uh, uh, will you come back and see us again Absolutely. on the show? I, I'd love to have you back again. And It'll maybe... be the first one I call as soon as I, fi I find out I, I, I won the primary. All right. Yeah. All right. I look mark forward my words. to that. I'm, I'm going to mark your words for that. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, we hope it's you always a pleasure talking to you. Oh, well, thank you. It's very nice. Yeah, it's so much say. fun. You and I both laugh, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, we can talk about the bigger issues and, and still, yeah. you know. Um, I think it's important to be yeah. able to do that. Yeah, I agree. So. I agree. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed the talk. You've been listening to the Talk of Santa Clarita.
Listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, YouTube, and Stitcher. Barring a life event getting in the way, a new podcast is available every Tuesday. Questions, comments, and show ideas can be sent to the Talk of Santa Clarita at gmail.com. You can also call or text us at 661-505-8672. That's 661-505-8672. Follow us on Twitter at the Talk of SC or on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at the Talk of Santa Clarita. You can also visit our website by going to www.thetalkofsantaclarita.com. This has been a production of Radio Free Santa Clarita Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To donate, go to radiofreesantaclarita.org slash donate. Radio Free Santa Clarita, on the net and on the air, and we're very much aware. Any questions?